Ladies and gentlemen, distinguished guests and esteemed participants, welcome to our to an to an extraordinary journey, and that I promise that will be extraordinary. <laughs> Uh, to illuminate the path to a brighter future of work. Our conference today, titled Employee Engagement and Future of Work, how Web3 can make your skill set portable to boost your career. So this is the title. In the year of 2023, we find ourselves in a critical crossroads. Productivity is waning in the United States and Europe and employee disengagement has cast a global shadow. However, in the midst of these challenges, these, uh, there is a beacon of hope, of course. Uh, a Gallup's research has unveiled a profound truth, says that companies with engaged employees not only flourish, but also outperform the competition with 23% uh, higher profitability and 43 lower turnover rates so the impact of engaged employees cannot be overstated so the key lies in building a high performing culture not just that but also nurturing the professional growth of your team it's about making every employee a vital part of your organization journey turning them into lifelong ambassadors who carry your mission forward, who carry your vision forward. But how we can achieve this transformation? So this is the question that Geraldine will answer, I hope. <laughs> Enter the world of Web3 and blockchain, a realm of innovation that holds the potential uh, to revolutionize the way we work, engage our employees and nurture their skills. Today, we are the privilege to have a visionary leader who has harnessed the power of Web3 to drive the change. Allow me to introduce our esteemed speaker, Geraldine. As the founder and CEO of Good for Work, she pioneers total talent recognition software with a mission to leverage Web3, Web3's capabilities to enhance hybrid teams and employee engagement by recognizing and rewarding talents. So, drawing from a wellspring of experience navigating 15 years in the corporate landscape of France and of the United States, Geraldine brings a unique perspective to our discussion. And today, we are here to tap into this reservoir of knowledge to explore the intersections of technology, talent, and management. We're a cocktail of, of, of amazing subjects. Together, we will delve into innovative solutions that can make your skill set portable, engage employees beyond their current roles, and empower them to be uh, to be beyond limits. Yeah. And without further ado, I present to you Geraldine. Hi everyone. Very excited to be to be here. Um, and first and foremost, I would like to just uh, say a word, sending my love to people in Morocco, located in Morocco, and to people who help them uh, for those who experience the earthquake. Yeah. But uh, let's uh, let's begin and uh, and uh, starting by introducing myself. Uh, so I'm Geraldine. I'm a French uh, Californian uh, HR tech entrepreneur. 
uh, with a background in global leadership and HR in all sorts of companies, construction, IT, education. Thanks, uh, Sajid, for the great intro. And I, I would like to start by uh, telling you um, my vision of the future when I was a kid. My representation of the future uh, was from uh, basically the novel of H.G. Uh, Wells. You might have uh, read it or not. The War of Wars, because uh, humans and heroes always win at the end. And uh, I'm wondering, and I'm sure that you all had uh, one specific vision of the future when you were a kid. But indeed, um, we had this very fast forward acceleration of the future of work of uh, at least 10 or 15 years uh, during and after the pandemic. We have tried many workplace experimentations in the corporate world before landing on the hybrid dominant model. And the CEO of Virgin, Richard Branson, would say, you don't learn to walk by following rules. You learn by doing and by falling over. Uh, so above all, what, what have we learned so far? We have learned a lot of things during uh, this, uh, this time. And uh, uh, a lot uh, about uh, disrupting the traditional work setting. So in, in any specific uh, order, what we have learned? Work is not our whole life, that's the first. Knowing how to manage our remote workers is basically not at all an improvisation, but more a matter of stellar leadership. We learned that social capital, which is networks and professional relationships, is essential in the corporate world to spur innovation or learn by mimetism, learn by others, by seeing others. We learned that a people-first culture, unfortunately, won't prevent mass layoff. And we learned that uh, individual productivity is not enough. Uh, individual productivity was super high uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, but basically we discovered that what matters is very much collective productivity. And I want to start with some, uh, with some uh, context. Um, and the big picture for you to understand how the latest HR tech innovations can increase productivity. So in short, uh, employee engagement and motivation, as you mentioned, Sajid, are the first programs to increase productivity in the workplace. And Web3 can help through talent management innovations and career management process. And I will absolutely tell you more uh, in a few. And uh, you, might, you may know a little bit about uh, Web3. Uh, if not, uh, I uh, highly recommend you start learning uh, because um, uh, it, will, uh, it will take more and more place uh, in the coming years. And there's a great New York Times article, uh, which is called The Late Commerce Guide of, to Crypto by Kevin Roos, uh, who is a technology columnist uh, at the New York Times, which is an excellent place to start. And I can share uh, the link uh, uh, with you, uh, if you if you don't have uh, access to the New York Times, happy to do that. So indeed, uh, what we realize quickly when we start learning about Web3 is that some attributes of uh, Web3 related to its technological capabilities helps you own your personal data and store them in a safe place under the conditions you know how to mitigate the risk. 
of course. So to understand how Web3 can help increase employee productivity and engagement, you need to understand first what is uh, modern employee engagement. And we can go to the, to the next slide uh, for that. So what I call modern um, employee engagement uh, is the acknowledgement, which is proven by research and behavioral science, that the right approach for leadership to create high performance, it's more about building trust than leading through fear. It's more about matrix and agile organization. Uh, and uh, in summary, modern employee engagement goes beyond traditional job satisfaction and loyalty concepts. It's really very much focusing on creating a holistic and supportive work environment that values employees as individuals that fosters well-being and actively involves uh, employees in the organization's mission and goals. So the relationships uh, between people and teams, which is called the social capital, and the corporate culture, which is the work environment, everything is channeling into uh, the employee engagement. And there's a famous um, quote from uh, the leadership author, Peter Drucker, uh, who definitely summarized everything. And he said, culture, it's strategy for breakfast, which means that, for example, a toxic, high, a toxic uh, work environment won't create high performance or customer satisfaction for a long time. Instead, leadership and management skills, uh, what we expect from modern leaders is to have strong interpersonal and coaching skills. You know, the best leaders are, coach, are coaches. Uh, it's very, these skills, these coaching skills are very crucial and these modern leaders are very crucial in creating a positive work environment and driving employee engagement. So also we can, uh, modern um, employee engagement is also about social responsibility, for example, more and more um, social responsibility for companies. It's about work-life integration. So for example, parental uh, leaves, it's about employee uh, well-being and uh, and giving a voice to employees. It's about diversity and inclusion initiatives. It's about uh, tech and tools because, of course, we need enablers of this culture, and this is why I'm here. And it's about meaning at work through purpose, through purpose and values. And it's all about, of course, a flexible workplace. So everything is evolving for the better, but there's unfortunately one constant. And Sajid, you mentioned it as well, and we can go to the next slide. Um, productivity has been definitely declining in 2023 in the US and Europe, and employee disengagement is definitely, unfortunately, a global uh, phenomenon, right? Uh, so, uh, and However, uh, Gallup found that companies with engaged employees have 81% lower rates of absenteeism, have 43% lower turnover rates, and 10% higher rates of customer loyalty, and 23% of higher profitability. So this is why um, uh, uh, employee engagement, engagement uh, definitely matters. And it's a mistake to focus only on productivity without considering the human aspect, 
So relationships among people, the culture, as I mentioned, the social capital. And uh, indeed, um, there's no guarantee that more investments in new technology and AI will compensate for the decline in the coming years. But the good news is that um, usually during crisis, we have uh, the best innovations. And in a nutshell, HR tech innovations should be about leveraging the key drivers of employee engagement to create a high-performing culture in the workplace while supporting employee professional growth. So new context, and we go to the next slide, uh, we have um, a new, new context, a new meaning at work, a new, we expect a new leadership, we have new employee expectations because we are answering new problems as well, more and more tensions in the workplace, lack of collective productivity. And definitely the 2023 world of work and beyond is about flexible workplace, global talents. We have, we keep hiring all over the world uh, for, for, the, for the better. And we need to include any kind of teams. You know, we talk about the gig economy, but uh, uh, most of the teams are based on projects. And sometimes we have freelancers, sometimes we have employees. So it's a big mix uh, of teams. And the new workplace is definitely uh, a lot about uh, leading a global and um, decentralized network of teams composed of global talents. And in practice, uh, we in our new world, um, most of sometimes we don't um, we we don't have the, the opportunity to be in the same location with the same teammates to ensure the efficiency of the work. And it's sometimes quite the contrary, right? So we constantly have to learn how to work with new people on teams. And sometimes we don't see them in person. So what we want to do is to build trust with them as quickly as possible. And for that, everyone must follow the same rules and principles to speed up the decisions and the execution process. And uh, indeed, the skill set for, for success is uh, in the leader's hand at the, at the team level. And for all employees as, as well, you know, it's not only on the side of the leader, it's also for the employees. They need to have this new proactive approach on mindset. And um, everyone needs to facilitate the work and share info um, and knowledge. And uh, it's very much about individual accountability. More and more, everyone is held accountable, uh, whether leadership or employees. Next slide. <laughs> um, and um, before I let you uh, read um, uh, the quick uh, Dilber comics, which is always uh, amazing. Uh, so just to tell you that in the end, the human touch, the human touch still matters in the hybrid and remote workplace. So much that soft skills and talent management strategies are at the forefront of leadership discussions uh, to uh, for for the future. And yes, having friends at work, as Dilbert mentioned, even if it's you know <laughs> in his style, uh, can definitely help build a high performing high-performing culture. We can go to the next uh, slide. Um, and and uh, this do, you, do you want me to read these captures or? Uh... Yeah, please do okay. it. <laughs> it's yeah. fun. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> so the first capture is saying that 
ex experts say you will be more engaged if you have a friend at work. Okay, that's good. And when you're engaged, I can pay you less and you won't quit your job because you're because you're engaged, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy is costing me money. <laughs> Don't flatter <laughs> yourself. I barely know your name. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> It's about, uh, you know, your dignity, Gilbert, is, uh, is the best in terms of humor. Anyway, so it, it was about friends at work, good friends at work. Uh, so employee engagement and what uh, matters. Uh, so the proven strategies for employee engagement can be approached through the challenges faced by hybrid workers. So in other words, uh, we want to look for solutions into the problems to solve. And uh, it's quite the you know if you if we consider that we need to build meaningful meaning, meaningful work, uh, for instance, uh, it can help uh, to increase the motivation. The opposite of uh, people who feel that there's a lack of opportunities or a lack of transparency uh, for career opportunity, it's definitely uh, an opportunity for companies to improve the career path for all their people. So if people feel they are micromanaged, if they feel they do have a lack of autonomy, definitely it's about empowering people. The opposite of the feeling of belonging is isolation. Uh, people not feeling valued, appreciated or respected, you need to work on recognition. It's about recognition. Leadership that is not uh, good, good enough, most often, is about a lack of communication. And if you want to do ha to have fulfilling work relationships, of course, it's about uh, being in a supportive environment. So that's it. Just to give you that big picture and to explain to you uh, that creating a meaningful work, uh, it's about the company culture, but also uh, the individual impact. As, uh, of the work. And uh, we can summarize this uh, in what we call the five C's for employee engagement, which are care, connect, coach, contribute, and congrat congratulate. And this is what leaders need, uh, need to learn. So, and it can all be summarized in the approach of building a culture of trust, by the way. Um, through a posture of coach with continuous feedback, recognition, and with a team approach. But where, where does blockchain fit in this big picture? And uh, we can uh, move through, we can move to, to the other slide. So I want to share with you why I believe in Web3, uh, which is, by the way, the new iteration of the World Wide Web, which is very much based on decentralization, uh, blockchain, uh, and token-based economy, and which is pretty much a rebranding of crypto. So Web3 most means crypto, okay? So it's only that it's more political, politically correct to use uh, Web3 because now it's more mature as well. And um, as I will mention to you, I'm here to build a better world. <laughs> uh, so for the bright side. Uh, so first, uh, you want to know that I am also a latecomer and I won't explain to you the technical aspects. But still, I believe that the vision of Web3 and its democratic processes 
built on consensus mechanisms, which give more power and ownership to people for their digital assets, is the future. Why? Because we are in a new world of work where teams are more autonomous, and it's all about decentralization, as uh, we, as I told you, and for maximum flexibility and resiliency to back up the world chaos and uncertainty. You know, more uncertainty. The best way to navigate uncertainty is definitely about uh, teams and decentralization. So Web3 allows us to take more control of our future. And this is how it links with employee engagement. It's about basically owning your career digital assets, how it works. So for example, think of badges for credentials. So maybe some of you have already already have some digital certifications on blockchain, as it's more and more frequent practice in universities or business schools for diplomas. Uh, another example, more and more nurses uh, today in the US, in the healthcare industry, do have their professional certifications on blockchain as well. In the luxury industry, NFTs promote the brand through digital art that also market physical products. Okay, and in consulting, NFTs are tied uh, to the talent management strategy in terms of recognition, reward, and rewarding talents. So, what we do at Good for Work, so the, uh, is basically we capture that positive feedback uh, that we do receive, uh, that you can receive as employee, in a 360-degree approach. So, to remove biases. So not only one positive feedback, but uh, a range uh, of positive feedback to, to, to give a, a credible and real uh, picture of your impact at work. And we want people to keep their feedback forever and for themselves. And um, also what is important is um, why also I believe uh, in Web3 is because the strong value alignment with the new generations through transparency and fairness, decentralization, I told you about that, and career portability, because you can keep forever, you know, these badges uh, and uh, for your for your career. And we can go to the slide eight. Um, and I'm, I'm going to tell you um, a story. So I love LinkedIn. I'm building up my community there. Uh, but the story is that I lost my access for one week. Three days before a webinar, <laughs> I organized because the algorithm confused me as a bot due to high activity on my event page. That was super bad, super stressful. Okay, but I learned that it also happened to uh, most of my influencers and entrepreneur friends. You know, it happens. It, but it was so frustrating. And from now on, from now on, I don't want to. I would, I definitely prefer uh, to um, control my career port portfolio and my reputation. And I, I, I love the idea of owning my own digital assets, my recommendations, and the control of my community as an entrepreneur beyond, um, beyond uh, something, some, some of my uh, career stored somewhere. Uh, at uh, at another company, and portability is a magic word. 
I want to own my professional achievements and I believe in giving more meaning to work and empowering employees uh, by shifting the power in a win-win approach for everyone, for employees and employers, of course. And this is how it will help us to tap into the category of unengaged employees to increase productivity. Because uh, if you want to increase employee engagement, you don't want to make already engaged employees like even more engaged. I, we don't want some burnout. We want just want to, for them to keep going. But rather, we want to try to engage people who are not engaged. And this was mentioned at, um, at a leading talent conference in the US very recently. The, the, the speaker over there uh, basically said that most engagement models are centered around the work experience and not the employees. Instead of, of organizations focusing on, on the input of the organizations, we need to focus on the inputs of the individual. And this is why the most strategic use case I see over time for blockchain is definitely aligned with talent management strategy, uh, whether it's uh, for hiring, measuring performance or retaining talent. We can go to the to the slide. Um, uh, still, uh, I think it's still nine, but it's okay. We can we can be there. So one of the Web three core value of the is definitely fairness, and I want to emphasize this because fairness is its protection is the foundation of HR policies. The value of fairness is very much the cornerstone of the new generation, which is more diverse than ever. And, you know, that's very cool. And sadly, <laughs> we repeatedly bumped into the same obstacles. How can, the question is, how can we ensure to remove the biases from the career management process? How can we capture workforce data from different sources over time? Yes, uh, and, uh, and it's true that fairness is a very, you know, complex topic. Um, and uh, in a recent global survey, less than 20% of employees indicated they work in a high fairness environment. However, this perception of fairness uh, is very, is totally essential for employees as it can improve employee performance and retention by up to 27%. And this is why this topic is becoming increasingly urgent as we experience more and more tensions in the workplace. So, so what we do at Good for Work, thank you, Sajid, uh, is to, want to really much, I told you, to capture that positive feedback, to provide the suitcase, uh, which is the next slide, to carry your professional credentials uh, in your career portfolio so you can keep your badges. And we do that through recognition. So basically, we recognize the strengths of people on teams. Uh, so we recognize their skills, their soft skills, uh, because uh, recognition is also the number one driver of engagement. And there's so much to innovate in HR tech uh, uh, for that. And uh, yes, and it's all about reinventing our career path in the digital age. And we can go to the slide uh, 12. So what I've learned so far as an HR tech entrepreneur to spark innovation, and we can go even further uh, 
for the for the slide um, is that changing the culture at the company it's i think this is a uh, slide 12. I, changing the company culture perfect at the changing the culture of a company is super hard okay so it's much easier easier to start with your team to build an agile organization and change agents are ideally leaders or HR people who can be the best facilitators to lead by example. So starting small and according to the agile, uh, agile leadership principles for embracing change, it's paramount to privilege cross-team cooperation to adjust the work frequently. Leaders can also personify and impulse change through a flexible mindset and dedication to the team's success. And that's pretty much uh, from me, Sajid. Uh, so I just want to uh, thank everyone and closing the loop. Thank you, uh, Geraldine. This was an amazing session. Uh, thank you so much, about, Sajid. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it was very amazing, very helpful for um, for organizations, for people who want to change and for um, people who desire the transformation process.